Good morning and welcome to episode 236 of the Morning Light Show. Have you ever heard the expression that you learn best by experience? Well, there is some truth to that, but a deeper level of learning occurs when we actually reflect on our experiences. And as someone who is very reflective and who invites clients to be reflective as well, I'm constantly looking for good questions to ask myself in order to tune in to see what's going on inside of me. What is that next thing that's seeking to emerge in my life? And so on today's show, I'm going to give you some questions to reflect on and to consider, and I'll make sure that you have a link to be able to access those questions so that you can write out the answers and really go deeper into this. But really what I want you to be thinking about today is what is happening inside of you that is perhaps leading you to feel this sense of restlessness, uncertainty, like you're walking on wobbly ground. I'm hearing it a lot lately from clients and potential clients that now more than ever, there's kind of this underlying sense of uneasiness and discomfort that is plaguing people in different areas of their life. It could be in their relationships. It could be at their work. It could be with their finances. But this show is going to help you to tune in to what's going on inside of you and help you really reflect on how you can start making some changes and taking some steps towards the life that you want for yourself. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. A great place to start when you're thinking about reflecting and asking yourself some questions that will help you reconnect with the truth of who you are is what symptoms are occurring in your life right now that are leading you to know that there's something deeper going on inside of you that you need to explore. Because what I have found is that for most people, they feel this general sense of anxiety or uneasiness or stress or maybe they're not sleeping, or maybe they're drinking one too many glasses of wine or numbing out with other substances, or perhaps they're noticing that they're being very short-tempered with the people that they love. There's always some symptom that will help us to reconnect inside of ourselves. And so the tendency is to look at those symptoms and say, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person because I'm lashing out at my kids or I'm drinking too much alcohol at the end of the day. Whatever the, the tendency is, it's usually to go inside and berate ourselves for behaving in a certain way. However, what I have found is whenever those things are happening in my life, it's typically because there's something inside of me that feels disconnected. And a good starting place when I'm feeling that sense of disconnection and uneasiness inside of me is to start asking myself some questions. And so that's what I want to share with you today are some questions for deeper reflection that I actually got from my teacher and mentor, John Berghoff, that he got from a book called Theory You by Otto Scharmer that is a total invitation to go within 
and check in with what is happening on the inside. And then from there, what I have found after I've done some self-reflection is oftentimes in my life with the relationships that I have and the people in my life, it's then an invitation to have a conversation with them. Because if I'm feeling a sense of uncertainty or uneasiness inside of me or having the symptoms that I've talked about already, typically I need to have a conversation with myself and I need to have a conversation with somebody else as well. So let's start with some self-reflection. And this is especially important for you personally if you're feeling the uneasiness and the uncertainty, but I want to say it's even more important if you are a leader in your life, which I know all of you that are listening are a leader in some way, shape, or form. You're a leader at your house. You're a leader at your workplace. You're a leader in your own business, whatever it might be. And the reason why it's super important as a leader to be tuned into your inner world is that actually everything that's happening around you with the other people and the projects and everything else that you have going on starts with what's happening on the inside of you and in your inner world. In fact, one of my favorite quotes from Bill O'Brien is, The success of an intervention depends on the interior condition of the intervener. And that intervention is really how you're showing up in any way, shape, or form that you might have. It's not necessarily a specific intervention that you're having with someone. In fact, I would actually change that word to interaction. How you're showing up in your interactions is a direct reflection of the interior condition of yourself. So it's important for us to be thinking about what's going on inside of us, what deeper truth is seeking to emerge, and how we might, from this place of inner reflection, then start to make some changes, have some conversations, and align our lives more with what it is that we want to create. So let me dive into some of these questions. I want to read them to you and then give you maybe a few tidbits or thoughts on each of them. And then you'll have a link to be able to print and download these questions. I'm so happy I'm doing this episode because I send these questions to clients and potential clients all the time. And they always tell me that they're super helpful. So first and foremost, thank you to John for sharing these with me. And also to my clients who are just constantly curious and looking to grow and become the best versions of themselves. All right. So where do we start with this? Question number one, what in your life or work is dying or ending and what wants to be born? I think there, this is such a great place to start is what's dying and what's seeking to be born. Because anytime that we're craving something new or we're sensing that life is shifting for us, there's also something that's going to be dying. And we don't like the thought of the whole dying or death part but it's definitely part of it. And so when you're going inside and you're starting to think about how might I shift or how might I change, it is necessary to think about what needs to be shed, what needs to be let go of in order to create space for whatever it is that needs to be born. All right, next question. Where right now do you feel the opening to a future possibility? This question might be a little bit more fun because you get to think about your aspirations and what's possible in the future. 
However, I've also found that for a lot of my clients, this question is completely overwhelming because many of my clients are empaths and they think about what other people feel and they feel what other people feel all the time. And so a lot of times they've lost connection with their own deeper truth and what they want for their future. So asking this question, it's okay if it trips you up a little bit and makes you confused and makes you really wonder, wow, what is it that I really want? But spend the time thinking about it, daydreaming, imagining what your brightest and best future may look like, because that's really where the energy to create that future is going to come from. The next question, what are your most important sources of energy? What do you love? This I love because this is the fuel for the future. If we will get really grounded in what gives us energy and what gives us life right now in the present tense, it's going to help to fuel us towards that future possibility in the best and brightest way possible. Next question, watch yourself from above as if from a helicopter. What are you trying to do at this stage of your professional and personal journey? I love this because this is like the zoomed out view, the 10,000 foot view. What does your life look like when you pull back? Because sometimes we get so mired in the day-to-day and the multiple layers of stuff that we have going on, the tasks that we forget to pull back and look at the bigger picture. Next question. Look at your current situation from the viewpoint of yourself as a young person at the beginning of your journey. What does that young person have to say to you? Oh, I love this one. And I often take people on a journey to talk to their inner child and to get curious and comforting with that inner child. And this question is a little bit of a different twist on that, but it's taking yourself to the beginning and saying, hey, rewind, knowing what you know now, what would you say to yourself? All right. The next question is the opposite of that. So imagine that you could fast forward to the very last moments of your life when it's time for you to transition. Now look back on your life's journey as a whole. What would you want to see at that moment? What footprint do you want to leave behind on this planet? I love this question because this is asking you what legacy do you want to leave? What difference do you want to make? What mark do you want to make on the planet and on other people? I love reflecting on the moment of death, even though it sounds a little bit morbid, because I think it helps to put everything into perspective when we just kind of fast forward and say, hey, it's inevitable. One day we're going to die. We don't know when that's going to happen. We all, all like to think that we're going to live into you know, an old age, but we have no idea. And so thinking about the death question actually helps us to live more in the present tense. Question number seven, from the future point of view, what advice would your future self offer to your current self? So this is asking for yourself at the end of your life to give yourself advice for your current situation. Question number eight, Now return to the present and crystallize what it is that you want to create, your vision and intention for the next three to five years. What vision and intention do you have for yourself and your work? What are the core elements of the future that you want to create in your personal, professional, and social life? Describe images and elements that occur to you. The more concrete, the better. Use words and images. So this is visioning and visualizing 
really, really powerful way to create what we want is to start imagining and feeling our way into what that would be like right now in the present tense. Here we go again with some letting go. What would you have to let go of in order to bring your vision into reality? What's the old stuff that must die? What's the old skin, the thoughts, the behaviors, the habits that you need to shed? Over the next three months, if you were to prototype a microcosm of the intended future in which you could discover the new by doing something, what would that prototype look like? Ooh, I love this. So we've gone out into the future. We've talked about what needs to be shed. We've given ourselves the wise advice from our younger self and our older self. And now we're starting to get into, hey, what needs to happen over the next few months to start prototyping this future vision that you want to create for yourself? All right, next question. And we've got only got two more questions left. left. Who can help you make your brightest, highest future possibilities a reality? Who might be your core helpers and partners? How can your prototype align with and even lift up their vision, mission, and values? I love this because it takes me back to the Benjamin Hardy article that I had written about the mastermind I led for him called Who Not How. Oftentimes we think that we have to do everything ourselves, but we really do have to think about what types of partnerships and connections do I need to have in order to manifest my brightest future? And then the last question, if you were to take on the project of bringing your highest intention into reality, what practical first steps would you need to take over the next several days? So that even solidifies it even more. What do you think about those questions? How are you feeling on the inside? It's okay if you're feeling a little overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, I've got to think about all these different elements of my life now, what needs to die, my future, what that's going to look like. It's completely and totally okay. And what I tell my clients when I give them these questions is, you don't have to answer these all in one setting. It is good if you can answer them in the order that I just read them to you, because there's a specific reason why they're asked in that order. However, if it takes several settings to come up with the answers, that's perfectly fine. And in some ways it might be better because you can revisit the answers that you had to the previous questions and really kind of sit with them and think about them. So I invite you into this self-reflective state and to really start tuning in to what your soul wants, where your energy is leading and guiding you. And then from there, I invite you to think about what conversations do you need to have with certain people in your life about your vision, about what's dying, about what's being born, so that you can propel yourself forward in the most intentional and loving way within yourself and then also within your life, which course, the richness and wonderfulness of life is going to come into play through those relationships and the conversations that you have there. I wish for you an awesome day and some time for really great self-reflection today. That's a wrap for this episode of the Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time.